0: In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about, but in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with The Realtor Lady. Hey, Happy New Year. It's Michelle Eplogel. You are with The Realtor Lady. In 2022, we made it. So I've done a YouTube video on this and I wrote a blog, but thought that I would put this on the podcast, my predictions, because they really bring in the Santa Cruz element and how we're affected in real estate by Santa Cruz in general and some of the stuff that's happened here. We know that uh, the fires that happened, uh, let's see, that was 2020. Gosh, that was such a crazy year. But in August of 2020, we had the fires and that really upended the rental market because of the people coming from fires looking for property. And it also took some of those people that actually had the means and they went into the market in general. So we took this crazy year where there was already so many people, kind of what I think Santa Cruz was a a fleeing to safety place. And then we just super impacted it with uh, people coming from um, having no home at all. So that's where we were in 2020 here in Santa Cruz. The market in general in Northern California was super hot as it was, but we just got that extra oomph. But I also want to go back a little bit and talk about the rental situation that we find ourselves in today because of the push to pass a very punitive rent control in the city of Santa Cruz that was, in my opinion going to kind of stronghold, well, it was basically stronghold landlords, but we have to remember in Santa Cruz, people like to think that there are these huge corporations that own lots of properties. There are a few companies that own a lot of properties, but I can tell you a couple of them have already sold off a a very large chunk of them and they're getting smaller as we speak. But what we really had happen right before COVID was that push for rent control. And then we found the mom and pop landlords getting out of the rental business. A lot of them were older. They had bought, you know, they bought at a different time in the world. I mean, come on. They bought these properties for so cheap and they just hung on to them or they passed them on. And so when the wind really looked like it was changing and not in their favor it was easy for them to just jump out of the market and and move on and some of them weren't even really here in town anymore there was also a lot of scary rules that was going to come without rent control and so i mean to the point of really just selling it and taking it off the market or if you decided to let family live in there, you could have to pay a very large amount for that tenant to move out, which I'm not saying that tenants shouldn't be treated fairly. Don't get me wrong on that. I'm just saying that when you you come in with these very harsh rules, you have a what I would consider kind of a butterfly effect. And what happened was all these rentals went off the market. And they went to single-family homeowners that were not renting them. So you took an already impacted rental market. You took a bunch of rentals off of them, off that, you know, rental roll as it were, and then you now have renters competing against other renters for rentals, but then you have the renters also deciding well now is the time to buy. So you have this really really impacted market and you just make it so tight. Then COVID comes, and the fire comes, I mean, we just it was just brick upon brick for buyers. The 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 cost of housing just went up so exponentially. And it did throughout Northern California, and I get it, but I think it was really intensified here. And then, you know, in comes twenty twenty-one and we're just looking at Barely any inventory and lots of buyers. So you have the great resignation of landlords, kind of pushing on the inventory, of, you know, taking those 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 rentals out, pushing the rental renters out into the actual buying market. And now you have this 2021 where people are going, well, I don't have to go back to work. There was a study that was re- recently released that said there's basically three types of buyers now sorry, there's three types of workers now. There's the most likely has to stay close to where they work because they're going to have to go in like say 60% of the time Then there's another tier that maybe only has to go in 40%. And then there's another smaller tier that may not really ever have to go in. So those people are kind of running through the state or running through the whole nation trying to figure out where they want to live because they don't have to be where their company is anymore. So it's kind of shifted how we look at real estate in terms of, you know, it has to be kind of near our job, which I actually think is a great thing. But what happened is Santa Cruz, I mean, we have insane weather today. It's, I want to say it's like 55 or 56. It's overcast right now. But I'm just in a pair of pants and a shirt, you know, and we've had some cold days and some rainy days. But our climate is amazing. And I haven't checked the waves. I don't surf. But you know, I imagine the surf might be okay today. And you can definitely go walking, riding, hiking, and just enjoy the outdoors today. And it's January seventh, So keep that in mind when you wonder why all these people want to live here and why would they pay a premium? That's one of them. So you have, you have kind of an impacted, uh, just think of it as snowball rolling down the hill that started really, in my opinion, with rent control. And then you have the COVID, then you have the fires, then we have 2021 where people are still trying to get in it where they feel a a better place. So that's where I believe our housing crunch started. So my my prediction for 2022 is that it's going to be a very very hot spring at least, which we always have springs that are just pretty much on fire, but I think this year even more. One of the reasons I think that is because of the interest rates the interest rates are going to go up. And that is to quell inflation. Remember, inflation is when consumer demand outpaces the the resources and the prices go up. That's your bottom line inflation. That's just the most ABC (laughs) definition of inflation. But that's basically what they're going to try to do is raise those interest rates so they can... Quell consumer demand, people kind of hang on to their cash a little bit more. And when you have less pressure on you know products and goods, then that can quell inflation. And so they are really looking at increasing the interest rates to see about if they can't actually kind of try to keep inflation down. Inflation can be kind of wily, it's not always something that can be controlled, but they're they're gonna give it a go. So there's that now. Buyers and sellers understand interest rates are going to go up. It's talked about a lot, and so is inflation. So I believe the first point of the hot market is just because we know inflation, sorry, the interest rates are going to go up, and people are going to want to buy and sell before that happens. So sellers want to sell before interest rates go up, of course, right, because they may see a lower price. And they may not get as much as they'd hoped for because that buyer may not have as much buying power. And then they they have to accept less. Buyers, there's going to be more inventory. And at the same time, they're they're concerned about interest rates coming up and their affordability going down, and them may not be able to buy as much either. That's that's just kind of you know, that's kind of a supply and demand equation that goes on there, but buyers are concerned about what they can afford and sellers are concerned about what they're going to net. So I think that there's going to be that that going on in this market. But I also think that um, sellers also tend to sit on the sidelines in markets that's when they first start to heat up because they want to see how high it's going to go. They want to see how far it's going to go. So they kind of sit on the sideline and watch. But now with talk about these interest rates going up. I believe that this year is when sellers are going to jump in and say, this is my year. This is probably where I'm going to get the most amount of money before interest rates go up. And you'll see more inventory. That's what I believe at least through mid-summer We'll we'll see, but that's what I I think that they they're gonna jump in, and they they do tend to jump in after they've seen a couple hot markets, and sometimes they feel like they've missed the market. But you know, if they weren't ready to sell, then it's always the right time to sell. Is my opinion. The other thing where sellers might want to jump into the market now and this year, if they're watching it all, where they're gonna move those prices are going to go up. So if you heard my other podcast where I talked to a realtor in Idaho, she had mentioned that prices were going up in her area. And that was people coming from all these other states, right? So they're getting their price. and So they're ready to go. Well, I think sellers looking now, it's like, well, this might be our best chance, but also we have to get to where we want to go before the prices go up there. So I think you could actually see more inventory based on that as well. So, who is buying and, and where they're going are, you know, buyers are coming in from their, their work, allowing them to be a little bit more autonomous and where they live. The sellers are finally thinking, well, this might be my year and I want to get to where I want to go before the prices go up too much. And then we also have that uh, interest rate increase looming that's going to put pressure on people to act sooner than later. The prediction of where the actual um increase is gonna go is interesting. And nobody knows this. They all think that they know everything. And these I read so many predictions in real estate and listen to them. And they're they're broken records. They're usually national. They don't they don't take into account the local factors. That's why I wanted to lead in with the rental factor to help understand what's going on in our area. That, that puts so much pressure on prices and inventory. They always come up with, um, like for instance, Realtor.com predicted a rise of 2.9% in the next year. Really? Who? Where? I mean, that's just such a blanket statement. Anybody reading that can't really possibly put that into their own area. There could be areas with less. And I can tell you, with our area, it's a lot more. I did two separate surveys. I did one in October and then I did one in December for November. And both of them, I, I took 12 houses and I I figured out what they sold for, what they were listed for and what they sold for. And both times I became between five and eleven percent. And leaned more towards the 10 to 11% over asking and a lot less on the uh, 5% over asking. I think I saw one at 4% over. And you'll always have that one that was just one in each survey that was a little less or at ask. And when I read the agent comments, I can read into probably why that particular property didn't sell for the over asking price. Sometimes it was sold to friends. The tenant bought it. There's all kinds of different situations that cause those prices. But overall, we I saw in two very unscientific surveys about five to eleven percent over. And then I read Zillow's prediction. I believe it was for our area or yeah, I think it was for our area actually. And Zillow matched my 11%. So I I think that they have a much better read on it. They do more regional reports, which I think are much better. So if you go out and read any, make sure they have this area or the area that you're looking, maybe the area that you're looking to move into. Make sure that you go look at that area and try to get it regional or, you know, always talk to a local realtor to get that local information. One of the other things I thought was kind of interesting is that Redfin, they stated a myriad of reasons buyers will buy. And, you know, again, that broad swath of people want to do all this, but they stated home buyers will take climate risk seriously And housing policy will become central to political battles about climate change. Oh, possibly. I, you know, I am not going to argue this, but what they missed is in higher priced areas is people they vote with their checkbook, and if they think that they're in an area that's going to take climate change seriously, even though I mean our little town can't change the world, but there might be a lot of people that agree that climate change is a problem, they would come here to be with other people who kind of agree with them. Now, if they don't agree with it, they're probably going to move to an area where people don't, they don't see climate change as a problem, and people do vote that way, and that's another reason we have people come into our area, is they feel that politically that they're... Their views here match their own. Now, people move all kinds of places and for a lot of different reasons, but I would say Santa Cruz has a higher amount of people who move here for uh, what they feel is more of an alignment of their values. But also Redfin is trying to state that people are worried about insurance and uh, cost because of, you know, earthquakes and, and disasters and such like that. Now, the buyers that I work with, I have never experienced that. I have experienced their concern. Some people, I don't want to live in a flood zone. I don't want to live too close to the trees. That's okay, fair enough. The insurance has never really been a stopgap. Now, we did have a period, I think it was like 10 years ago, where living on the ocean bluffs was super expensive. But I don't believe that ever curbed demand I felt like Redfin was saying that that's going to keep people from doing things. I don't think so. I think it's just going to change where they move or how they investigate the area that they move into. So in the end, when I did those two studies, so I, I kind of talked about kind of a little bit about why. We talked a little bit about where, who the sellers and and what they're thinking about, the buyers I studied here, we, we have a, a tech influx influx that comes from the Santa Clara Valley. We also have UCSC that feeds uh, people into the marine labs, some the the well, the the Mumbari. Uh, we have people that come live here for that. And and don't forget the UCSC staff. And then we have the, you know, kind of the odd investor. Those two surveys I did did not have maybe more than one or two investors out of 24 sales. So people like to think when people are coming into the area that they're investors. Nope. Some people have a real investment in this community because they work nearby or that they, they, like UCSE. Their their work is here. So bottom line, buyers, there'll probably be a bit more to choose from. There will be multiple offers. There's always going to be another offer. I swear, if you're the first one, we write an offer and we submit it on Tuesday. I promised you that by Wednesday morning, I'll get a response from that listing agent. We got another offer. That is where we are in the world. But I think that there's going to be a bit more to choose from as the spring progresses. You wouldn't know it by this week. There was hardly anything on the market this week, but we're the first week into January sellers, this is your year. I I really think this is the year. I don't like bold predictions like that, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, this is the year. Figure out your selling strategy, shoot for the first half of the year for better results and for better price. But if you're not, you're not really in a rush and you're not too concerned about the interest rates and what you're going to get in your bottom line, then what you do is you say, okay, well, this is the year I want to sell and I'm going to, you know, make those steps to get ready to sell in the coming year so you're ready because that just makes the whole process just that much easier. If you want to read my blog, it's on you.com and I'll put a link below. Um, if you want to just watch the video, which is much shorter, by the way, um, you, I have kind of a more condensed version of the predictions, but basically what it comes down to is this spring is going to be good and it's going to be a very, very warm spring, despite what the temperature says. Look forward to hearing from you. Go ahead and comment or get in touch with me. Thanks so much. Bye.